Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be, I won't beg you to stay. Well, I've got an email here from a guy. He's been following my work for about two years. And about, I guess it was over the summer, He had I did some email coaching with him. And he originally, like most people, came to my work after a bad breakup. He was chasing and begging a girl to take him back. Came across my work, started watching my YouTube videos, reading articles, reading the book, applying it. He got really seriously focused on his purpose and his mission in life. He made, he moved, he changed countries that he was living in. He got his uh, his his career in the TV and film industry as like a, a part of a, a stunt a stunt person that started to really take off. His career started taking off. Met this really great girl, and then things were great. And then when he went to Europe to do the scenes for the locations for the TV show that he got hired on that were that took place in Europe, things started going sideways. And then literally before she came to visit him, a couple weeks before she came to visit, she bailed on him. Started backing away, started getting flaky and he's thinking, what the fuck? And so what's interesting, what I liked about this email is that what you see here, and, and this is the way the universe works. It's like until you overcome something, until you overcome a challenge or maybe a weakness that you have that you're working on, it's like the universe just keeps dropping like the perfect people right in your life to help you overcome that. And when you see when I go, I've actually got two emails from this guy, the original email coaching I did over the summer with him and then his update of to like what's transpired since then since he implemented the things that we discussed in his his email coaching and so you kind of see the progression of like how he used to be how he's obviously still in some ways struggling to overcome that over pursuing because obviously something very similar is happening now this girl was really into him at first and then it's like as soon as he left the country she started backing away and losing interest and then started canceling plans on him and so this is what what I see when I look at this is like he had a second woman that showed up little different than the first one he was with that originally led him to my work and it's like this is it's like as you apply this stuff like self-help really is kind of like it's like peeling the layer of an onion it's like you get get past one layer and then you find out wow there's another layer there you know it's just like climbing a mountain of success it's like you get to the top of the mountain you reach your goal you achieve your goal and you look around you're like wait a minute there's an even fucking bigger mountain over there i want to conquer that next and so you set a new goal you start setting to achieve it. And with life, you can never stop evolving. You can always become a better version of yourself. And this guy's made a lot of dramatic changes, really impacted his life in a positive way by taking action. But it's like the relationship that he was involved in with this particular girl, it's easier than the obviously a lot better than the first one was, but he's still struggling with some of those same kinds of themes. And it really boils down to standing up for yourself and especially if you're somebody that's trying to go from not standing up for yourself very much and putting up a crap from people that you shouldn't be until you really truly overcome that weakness. You're gonna, the universe is just going to continually bring people into your life to help you overcome and master something that you may presently be weak in or not very good at because everybody in some – way, shape or form is going through something similar in their life. It's like all of us, we have something that we're working on or maybe a multitude of things that we're trying to improve many areas of our lives because the more we're able to live our life 
and get up every day and do something that we enjoy and we value for a living and spe- and do it with the kind of people we enjoy and value being around and, and also who value us, taking care of our bodies because obviously the healthier you are, the sharper you're going to be, the more mentally clear you're going to be, the more articulate you're going to be, the more efficient you're going to be, the less sleep you're na- going to need, the better you're going to look, the more attractive you're going to be to members of the opposite sex. So it's it all works to your benefit when you focus on being the best version of yourself that you can be. So I have a quote that I wrote and then we're going to go through his first email and then obviously the second one we'll go through and see his update and see how he's kind of progressed over the past few months. And so the quote says, it's not always easy to be yourself, stand up for yourself and live your personal truth of who you really are. This is especially true in a world that tends to place a higher value on conformity and fitting in instead of being uniquely spectacular and standing out from the rest of the crowd. All of life is a negotiation and therefore you don't get what you deserve. You only get what you negotiate. You must give people the freedom, space and time to mutually choose to not only have you in their lives but also make the effort to show you that they want you through their actions. However, when you notice that someone does not value what you offer, you should not hesitate to walk away and continue searching for someone who will. Often, especially like when you're emotionally involved, that's easier said than done. But it really is an art. It's not so much a science. It's not like at the end of the day, we're thinking, feeling, emotional beings. But when you understand yourself, you understand what creates attraction, not only between you to another person, but the other person to you and you're aware of that and you can see that. You can see body language. You can see physiology. You can look at what people do. It's much easier to remain objective and make better choices. It's also – it keeps you in a more peaceful and relaxed state. And Like I've said many times in the past, when you're in a peaceful and relaxed state, you're going to make better choices. You're going to make more efficient choices and when you make more efficient choices, you're going to get to where you want to be a lot quicker and you're going to be a lot more efficient about it. So it's very important that you set your life up to be peaceful, a bunch of ease, a bunch of delight and things just naturally unfolding as opposed to like the cat on the hot tin roof so to speak where you're constantly putting out fires in your life. Because if you're constantly putting out fires in your personal life, your business, your career, having health problems and health challenges, you're always reacting instead of responding and when you react – your actions are very inefficient. But when you're responding and you take time to contemplate and be in the present moment, you make much better choices and therefore you get to where you want to be a lot quicker and a lot more efficiently and with a lot less hassle and challenges. So back to the quote that I wrote. Not being wanted or valued should be a turnoff to you and should cause you to withdraw and continue your search elsewhere. Being with you is a precious gift and a privilege, not a right. Make sure people earn and appreciate your time. So let's go through his email. He says, Dear Coach, I have a dilemma. I found your YouTube videos and booked and booked two years ago when a relationship went south and I got desperate and chased this girl like crazy. Obviously, she ran for the hills and I was a guy that I'd never been, and it was when it mattered most to me. So, in other words, what he's saying is that when I get really emotionally wrapped up in somebody, it's really hard to do the right thing. In other words, 
he's saying I wasn't being my being myself. In other words, he wasn't exercising emotional self control. And if you're a man and you do that with some a woman you're dating, it's usually not going to end well. Because when you're not sure, when you're not certain, you make your woman feel very unsafe and uncomfortable. And then she doesn't trust your masculine core, doesn't trust you to be the leader. Anyway, I decided to move to Canada, move home to Canada after having lived overseas for nine years in Hong Kong to pursue acting and stunt work in film and television. I focused on this, and after six months of being home, I got the call to be a part of the stunt team for a popular Netflix show that shoots in Europe and Asia for seven months. Score, he says. Of course, I met a great girl one month out from my departure. So you notice as soon as his, his career really starts to take off, he's loving what he's doing. He's doing what he's passionate about. He's doing what he's always dreaming. I mean, he literally lived in another country for almost a decade and gave all that up to move back to Canada and get in the industry that he always wanted to get into. He worked harder at that than anything he'd probably ever done before. He was more passionate. He was happier. And then obviously he gets a job. On a, on a very successful show for a big network like Netflix, a multi-billion dollar company, think about what something like that does to your confidence. You go from having a dream about something like this your whole life and now you're living the dream. You're happier. You're more confident now. You're taking better care of your body. You're smiling more. You're going to be more attractive and then boom, as soon as it happens, a month later he meets a girl. Why? Because he focused on pickup skills or dating skills? Well, partly. But the real reason is he took care of himself and he made himself happier and he started creating a life and lifestyle that was a kind that he always wanted. So now he's showing up in life feeling like, I'm finally doing what I was put on this earth to do. And therefore, obviously, it's a lot easier to attract somebody in your life if you always, versus somebody who always feels like they're behind the eight ball or is always having to work one shitty job after another to pay the bills. In short, things were amazing. I did everything I was supposed to do. I hung back and I waited. I made definite dates, etc. And within two weeks, she told me that she loved me. Well, that's pretty fucking quick. That should be something, a little bit of a red flag. After two weeks, a girl's telling you she's in love with you. That sounds like somebody that's kind of run by their emotions. And she wanted to prove to me that she could be a better woman to me than anyone else. Again, remember, in the first 90 days of any relationship, people can hide who they really are. And so this girl, two weeks, you're talking 14 whole days. She's like, oh, I love you. We should be together. That should be a little bit of a red flag. Typically, people that act that way tend to be a little insecure, tend to be a little needy. I mean, two weeks, I mean, it, it does happen where, I mean, I had a friend of mine She's been with her husband. They've been together for like 30 years at this point. They met and six weeks later they were married. And they've just like always been together ever since. It does happen. It's very rare. But when you meet somebody and two weeks later they're in love with you and you're not even there yet yourself, that should cause you to go, wait a minute. When I left, she cried at the airport and messaged me telling me that I am her once in a lifetime love. So what does that tell you? Remember, like I discussed in my book, when a woman says something like that to you, that's what she's feeling in the moment. And women are kind of like Mother Nature. One moment it's nice and calm and beautiful out, and the next moment it's just 
thunderstorms, lightning, tornadoes, hail, snowstorm, torrential downpours. So you got to look when because a, a lot of guys latch on to something like that and then six months later when the girl wants nothing to do with him, he's thinking, hey, I'm the love of her lifetime. I was like, well, she told you that six months ago but now she's trying to get you out of her life. So you got to look at what a woman is saying and doing right now in the present moment because quite frankly, any, everything else that she's ever said, it doesn't matter. It's strictly a reflection of how she feels in the moment and you should take it as such because you always, always want to be looking like I discussed in the interest level table in my book. Where do I stand with this girl? What, her, what do her actions communicate to me about her true interest and attraction and effort that she's making to make me feel loved and wanted? Things went south once I was gone. Now keep in mind what this guy has struggled with is pursuing too much. And so if you're in town, because you know, think about it. If the guy's been fearful in the past of losing a girl and now he's away and she's really hot and this is the best he's ever had it so far in his life and now he's in another country, do you think it's probably a good possibility that he's going to be thinking, I might lose her to somebody else. So he's going to probably try a little bit more because he's got more to lose. His perception is this girl is a lot more valuable than anyone I've had so far and I really don't want to lose her. And if he's got those old tendencies that he's trying to overcome, they're going to slip out. And he even admits that a little later in his email. He says she got a ticket to come visit me in Europe for a week. And two days before she came, she called me to tell me that she felt emotionally distant from me. So in other words, her attraction is dropping. I, of course, saw this. So when you're long distance like that and you go from being together all the time and if you've been following what I teach, by the time you leave to go to Europe, she should be doing most of the calling, texting and pursuing at that point. And so if you're not going to see her for a while, you wait to hear from her and then when you do, you assume she wants to see you and you make a Skype video date or a FaceTime chat. And then those virtual dates take the place of the physical dates because you can't physically be together in person. But if you let her do it, then when she's missing you and she's thinking about you and she's wondering about you and she misses you the most, that's when she reaches out to you. And then that's her idea. And when a woman is chasing you and feels emotionally close to you because you've done everything right in the beginning like I discussed in my book, they'll do almost all of the calling, texting, pursuing and then you never have to worry about getting rejected. But obviously you can see if you're in a kind of a fearful state, like more than likely this guy was, you're going to do a little too much. And then they go – and the woman says, I'm confused. I'm not sure. I feel distant from you. I, of course, saw this as a huge problem. I almost got emotional and upset and then I stopped myself and started to ask her questions to get her to talk. It didn't work. So I told her that if she changed her mind to give me a call. Because think about it. He's saying – you told me that you're going to – in essence, if, I, if I'm look, if I'm him and I'm looking at her actions, like she told me that she's going to go out of her way to make me feel like she's the most awesome woman in the world and I'd be a fool to let her get away. She said she was going to – these are her words. She's, this is what she tells me she's going to prove to me, right? So he goes to her and she's like, eh, I don't know. I'm not going to come see you. Really? Wow, that's a, I just can't wait to talk to you again soon. This is so exciting. I mean, think about that. 
she's just now saying, well, I don't really value you very much. Oh, you don't value me very much? That, just like I said in the quote, that should turn you off when you see that. When the other person's not making the effort to ask you questions about yourself, maybe they're selfish, maybe they're narcissistic, and you notice those things, that should be the kind of thing that makes you go, I want somebody who's fascinated, wants to know about me and my hopes and my dreams and what I want out of life and ask me those things. Not somebody that sits there and expects me to fucking entertain them or regale them with stories. And there are women out there that are narcissistic and are, are shallow to the point where they'll never ask you anything about their, about who you are. Why? Because they really don't care because they're so self-absorbed. So you got to be on the lookout for those kind of women. She did a week – she did after a week and a half. She was angry with me for not having done anything to save the relationship. So notice a week later, now she starts busting his balls. She's pushing him away because more than likely he expressed some weakness. Because remember, women don't dump guys that they're head over heels in love with. That is a fact of life. And if you're treating a woman properly like I discussed in my book and she ditches you, she's either a fruit loop or you did something wrong. It's that simple because when a woman's head over heels in love with a guy, she can't wait to see you. And So obviously something went sideways when he was chit-chatting with her on Skype or FaceTime once he was finally in Europe. And so what he does right here is he says, I stood up for myself, of course, because it was her idea, not mine. Exactly. So she tries to blame it on him and if he's been acting weak, then she's going to say it's all his fault because that's really a true statement from her perspective. If he was acting weak and it turned her off and she no longer wanted him, then she could say, well, it's your fault for not trying to save the relationship. But when you love and you value yourself, she's the one who decided to start treating like like a second-class citizen. She's the one who decided, I'm not going to come visit you now. When you were the one looking forward to seeing her, and she supposedly was too, but obviously we look at her actions and now she's acting like she really doesn't give a fuck. So if she doesn't give a fuck, you shouldn't give a fuck. It's that simple. That should turn you off. That should be a red flag that makes you go, I really don't have any interest or desire to talk to you. Fight for the relationship. You just you had plans to come see me. Now you're canceling your flight and you're not going to come visit me and yet it's my fault? That's bullshit. You're not making the effort. I'll find somebody else while I'm here. Give me a call if you change your mind. So he says, I stood up for myself, of, of course, because it was her idea, not mine. So he's totally correct with, by doing that. He says, I told her I wasn't cool with her not wanting to be with me anymore, but she changed her mind, if she changed her mind, to give me a call. She drunk dialed me once and then texted me pictures of her in a bikini with her girlfriends at some pool party. I didn't respond. I got the idea of walking away because she fucked up. And it's true. That's exactly what I teach in Seven Principles Get an X Back. She pushes you away. She's the one that says, I don't really value you or your time and so therefore I can live without you. If somebody can live without you, then guess what? You can live without them too. Even if you don't feel like it, you need to. It has nothing to do with the other person. It has everything to do with how you value and respect yourself. Again, this is all the reason I do these videos is to help you implement the principles that are in the book so you can master them. While I may have done things to turn her off, she didn't come out and say them. See, he recognizes obviously I was fucking up. And so how, how do we – how can I sit here and go, well, he did things to turn her off because I look at her actions. Women don't dump men they're in love with and chasing. 
That is a fact of life. She basically said, I'm not that into you anymore. She's either a Fruit Loop or he did things to turn her off. And obviously the fact that he mentioned this and he's been following me for two years, he's obviously recognized that he's still got some work to do on himself. He's gotten a lot better than he was when he first came to me. But he's still got a way to go. And that's what happens when you date somebody that you really have emotionally intense feelings for. It's a thousand times harder to do things right versus somebody that you're just not that into. The thing is she's going to call me back for sure. I've already asked her out twice and I'm overseas until December anyway. What's your take and what would your response be to her should she reach out before I get back? Should I just tell her I will call her when I get back and see what happens? I'm studying your book when I'm not at work and I'm doing my due diligence because I know I'm not great at the material yet. So your help is greatly appreciated. What I like about that, he's saying he's seeing things as they are, not better than they are or worse than they are. He's realizing, you know what? Obviously, if she was head over heels in love with me and I've been treating her right, she wouldn't have blown me off like this. So that was this email I just read was his email that he sent me. And this is my response that I sent to him, the email coach. I'm just going to read it verbatim. And I said, if you've already asked her to come visit you twice and she shot you down both times, you won't ask anymore. You need to bottom line her actions. She did not do what she said she was going to do on more than one occasion. It does not really matter the reason why at this point she blew her chance. Never contact her again and from now on, you'll only send two to three replies max to her texts and messages. And if she calls you, you'll only talk on the phone for two to three minutes max and then always end the text messages or phone calls with, hey, it was great hearing from you, but I got to run. Keep in touch. I mean that's right out of seven principles getting next back. She'll either bring up getting together or stop contacting you for good. Maybe she's emotionally messed up or a fruit loop, etc. You simply don't know, but her actions communicate that she is out. And then obviously I give the link to seven principles getting next back. And so here's his follow-up response and this was back in July when I – I think it was the end of July – so it's basically this is what's transpired over the last two months. Because keep in mind, he's not going to be back in the states until or Canada until December, anyways. And as of right now, we're in October. So he's still got two months away. Now keep in mind, she had a ticket and everything bought and was going to come visit him. So he says, "Dear Coach, I want to thank you for your amazing work with both the book and the videos you make all week, every week. They only show us how simple and easy things can be." A girl that I was dating before who previously broke up with me has basically been doing all the things you outline in your book as well as your video, Seven Principles, Get an X Back. The best part about this is I am 41 and during my younger days, I did all the stuff right. I'd say around three years ago, I did literally every single thing wrong with a girl I absolutely loved and I screwed that one up beyond any sort of salvage ability possible. It makes me laugh now just thinking about it. Anyway. This girl who dumped me around three months ago has kept chasing me. Remember, she goes from like, eh, I don't think I'm going to come see you to now she's calling and texting me all the time. But keep in mind, I told him to stop asking her to come visit because not only did she not come visit but she canceled the plans on him. He's asked her twice and she said no. So you're only going to ask twice. And the only way you bring it up again is if the other person asks. Because if, if she's not bringing it up, then she really doesn't want to see him. That's why I say – you're, she doesn't deserve any of your time. She deserves very little. You'll be kind and respectful and charming and playful and you'll send two to three replies and if she calls you, two to three minutes is like, hey, I got to run but it's great hearing from you. Keep in touch. She'll either bring up getting together or she'll stop calling at that point. Again, that's right out of seven principles getting next back. 
She opened herself up to me again by telling me that she loves me and misses me. And so I obviously told her how I felt. The thing is, I'm not back in town in December. So if she says, oh, really? You love me and you miss me? It's like, great. When are you going to hop on a fucking plane and come see me then? Because quite frankly, that sounds nice and wonderful. But when I look at your actions, you talk a lot. But I don't really see you doing much. And so if you mean that, buy a fucking ticket and send to me and come see me in the next couple of weeks. Otherwise, you know, I got I to gotta move on. I'm sorry. You're a great girl, but, you know, talk is cheap. And I'm busy. I'd love to see you. I'd love to spend time with you. So actions speak louder than words. And, you know, talk, talk is cheap. It doesn't mean shit to me. If you say you're going to do it and you don't do it, I mean, you know, I look at what you do. He says, the thing is, I'm not back in town until December when this TV show I'm working on wraps up for the season. I'm not at all worried because I know these things work now. I just keep reading your book every day and I'm now up to five times. Now keep in mind, this guy's been following me for two years and he's just now read the book five times. So that's another reason why he struggled. He didn't follow the instructions. He didn't read the book 10 to 15 times. It didn't be, he didn't read it so much it became instinctual. Therefore, I mean, he's basically got himself into a situation because he didn't learn the fundamentals. And it is what it is, you know. I mean, but the bottom line is he's getting there and he's doing it at his own pace. But it could be a lot quicker. But again, it's his life. Just another 10 to 15 more times ago. I just wanted to extend my thanks to you for the simple and sound advice you provide to anyone and everyone. You basically set out to help us for free and give us the choice to pay for your one-on-one coaching. That's the way my business model is. I give all my best stuff away for free. You can even read my book for free on my website by subscribing to my newsletter. You can read it if you're using a desktop computer. You can read the whole book there before you ever buy a Kindle or an iBook or a paperback version. And you can apply it. And once you see, wow, this really shit really does work and you feel I've added value, then go ahead and buy, buy a version of it. I have to say that your coaching is the absolute best there is for any man to not only meet women but to set out and build themselves a happy life no matter how lavish or simple they desire it to be and to have exactly what we want out of life is never too much to ask for. I mean quite frankly, it's your birthright to be awesome anyways. Thank you and keep up the good work. I tell all my friends, male or female, about you and they really dig your stuff too. Well, thanks for the emails and the good update and like I said, that's – that's how I would handle it at this point. I mean you're responding to the girl but the bottom line is she's still ain't making plans to come see you. So it's a moot point. But you know, a girl starts talking about how much she loves you. It's like, really? So when are you hopping on a plane to come see me and make me dinner and do a lot of sucking up to me for not coming to visit me when you said you were? Oh, you don't know? Well, great. You know what? I'm really busy. I would love to see you but quite frankly, I just don't have time for this. I mean I'd really rather spend my time talking to somebody who says what they mean and who means what they say. It's that simple. So if you'd like to get my help personally, the quickest way is to book a paid phone, Skype or email coaching session. You can choose any of those options by going to my website, clicking the products tab at the top of your screen and just follow the instructions for booking whichever option works best for you. And I will talk to you soon.